This is Margaret Coleman Frankowitz with another episode of Diabetic Survival. And uh, times are weird. I'll tell you what, with all these derailments. Uh, of course, the biggest one happening not too far from West Virginia, where I'm actually at right now in Huntington. Um, in Ohio, in East Palestine, Ohio to be exact. Um, that happened back in February, well, February 3rd. It's now the 22nd. So um, this was kind of news to me up until about last week, I guess, when this finally posted on the news. And maybe I should, like, I, I think I stay pretty current with events. I, I do get daily news and such. But um, this one was just not posted. And this that really surprised me uh, with my, my different news sources. So, um, of course, I actually found out about this one through word of mouth, and they were actually talking about it in uh, one of the convenience stores that I frequent. And so I had heard something that morning about it, and this was last week. But I'm telling you, this, this the news sources that actually get out are, are old by the time we actually get to them. So a lot of damage can be done by the time you actually find out what's really going on. I, I, I'm kind of wondering if that's the same thing that happened with the the whole uh, COVID virus leak thingy, where it's like they discover it, but they take like a month or two to assess it, and then they tell the population. It's crazy to me, okay? So, anyways, um, I had decided yesterday to drive up to Columbus, Ohio to work, and so I was just kind of curious. Since I was in Ohio, I'm like, okay, I wonder how far Palestine is to me. The first mistake was typing in Palestine, Ohio, because... The first result came back 40-some-odd miles from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Then it came back 119. And, you know, I should have added that east part to the Palestine because there's two Palestines in Ohio. One is near the Pennsylvania border, which has a town populace of about 5,000 people. And the other one is just Palestine, which is on the border of Indiana and Ohio, with a population of about almost 200 people. So it has like 180 people there. So um, I was actually picking up the one that had 180 people. I'm like, you know, I wonder if it would be kind of cool to actually drive up there, maybe take pictures. But then I was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. They were burning things. Air's toxic. Ground's toxic. It's killing off fish, water, etc. Okay, maybe I won't visit that site. It wouldn't have been a big deal because actually uh, Columbus, Ohio is pretty far from the site uh, of East Palestine. Maybe about two, three hundred miles or so. Um, which is about the same uh, from Huntington. Well, Huntington is about 200 miles. 218, I think. So, um, when I thought it was just in Palestine where the incident took place, I wasn't too concerned about the Ohio River. I'm like, okay, well, it's near Indiana. I'm still concerned about the whole incident and then, you know, the environmental impact of it and such. But I'm like, at least it's not running downstream the Ohio uh, because that's where Huntington gets its drinking water. And okay, so we're safe. Uh, well, I was wrong. And it is actually East Palestine. And yes, um, it did contaminate 
the Ohio River, which eventually flows into the Mississippi. So we're all going to be suffering um, here before long. Now, um, the, you know, then, then then I had more questions. And then I'm like, okay, so are we drinking this water? Because this sucks. I, I use a water purifier and I use bottled water as well still. Because uh, West Virginia has literally the worst water in the U.S. And we still drink it. So, you know, still drink the water. Um, but we do have some contaminated water out here. So, uh, yeah, we're getting the contamination. Now, it's still safe according to EPA standards. But that does not say a lot. We're not drinking the Ohio River, though. We have a reservoir. They switched it over a couple days later, um, a day or two later after the incident. And now we're actually getting our water from a different water source. That's kind of the nice thing about living in West Virginia and all the different rivers and lakes, etc. out here is that we have different sources. So not a big deal. So I'm not showering in something that's going to give me hives or rashes or something of that nature. Yay. Um, so it was kind of a big deal. So yesterday, like I said, I was working in Columbus, Ohio. I had decided not to go to Palestine, which is a good thing because it would have been the wrong Palestine anyways. Um, I did not know it was near the Pennsylvania border. I actually did because uh, through the rumor mill, they did say it was near the Pennsylvania border, but they just said Palestine. They didn't say East Palestine. And I had no idea that there were two Palestines. I mean, who who thinks about there being different Palestines on opposite sides of the state? I mean, come on. So that is uh, one of the top, just one of the topics I want to talk to Um uh, talk with you about today um, just because I found that was pretty interesting and of course um, it it definitely affects the region especially having an already high rate of diabetes anyways and now we get our water poisoned and our fish are dying and all kinds of things now you know interestingly enough um, there was a report um probably several months ago that you didn't want to eat the fish in the region and the reason being is because of the high mercury content so I don't go fishing at all around here I don't trust the water but it's alright now here's a little quiz for you and I'm going to give you the answer right off the bat so it's not really a quiz but I just thought it was kind of like interesting trivia I guess and it's, it's about here in the United States who would you think had the most citizens using the most water in the United States this is going to shock you okay it's not West Virginia it's not even California it's California has I think they use either 900 and some odd gallons per year per citizen or something of that nature but I found this really odd. Okay, so I'm here trying to think, well, who would use the most water? I would assume it would be desert dwellers, right? Like maybe Arizona I, um, or maybe Nevada or California. No, no. It's that little weird looking panhandle state called, okay, get this, Idaho. Idaho uses 10,000 gallons per person plus, 10,000 plus gallons per person. 
I was just absolutely floored. You have people in California that don't even use that much water. You know, um, and of course, anybody in California, Arizona, Nevada, they know that, um, you know, there's water restrictions anyways. And so they're always telling people, you know, use less water, be very observant about it, try to take quick showers, um, you know, tear out your grass, put in rock instead. You know, they just don't want you using water out there because there are so many people populated in those areas. And so here, here we go, Idaho, you're wasting water. I'm, I'm just teasing. I'm, I'm, well, it's true. I'm, I'm just kind of like teasing a little bit because they don't have to worry about those water concerns. So they can have like this, these nice lush lawns and stuff that people always desire. But okay. So before you go out and uh, start planning on your move to Idaho and, you know, situated around your next golf course or whatnot, I want you to consider something else. Now, you know, a lot of Midland states such as Kansas and um, Oklahoma and even West Virginia, just places like this where we naturally have grass. So um, we have a lot of rain too. So it actually waters the grass. And no, our grass is not turning brown because of, you know, the acid rain we have now from the little EPA whatever happened in East Palestine. But, you know, um, we have, when we have brown grasses because it's cold out, you know, and it dies like normal and it comes back in the springtime. So I'm pretty sure the, the grass is going to pop back up, especially since it's still under the EPA um, toxicity type levels, at least so they're saying. Um, what really concerns me, though, is, is that um, a lot of these agencies we've come to trust and sometimes we just cannot trust what they're actually saying, which is kind of crazy. I want to trust them. I'm sure the next guy wants to trust them too. And we're kind of caught in a predicament where we have to because there's nobody regulating if they're actually doing their job. We just have to trust that they are doing their job and they're keeping us safe. So there's that. Um, kind of like the CDC or American Heart Association or the American Diabetes Association. You kind of hope that they know what they're talking about when they're talking about certain things. Okay, so here's what's really interesting too, is I did catch, it was either on TikTok or the news, where um, if if you've watched this movie, you're familiar with Erin Brokovic. She was a lady that actually went to bat for a town where the water was bad, a lot of people died of cancer, etc., but she's actually meeting in a town hall, and I would assume this is going to take place Friday and hasn't already taken place, but uh, talking about the concerned citizens and what it's going to be doing to their groundwater, such as their well water, um, how they're supposed to react. and So she's basically said, if when in doubt, get the hell out basically and uh which is is great advice i think um if you're in doubt with with uh if it's safe or not for you your family your pets whatever just move like if you can hey do it um of course some of us don't have that luxury so if i was in palestine i'd just have to sit there and wait it out you know So just so you know, my heart goes out to those who are in that area or anybody along the Ohio River. Now, you think that Ohio would have something to do with the Ohio River. They don't. It's just a name, people. Actually, West Virginia 
actually owns the Ohio River. So this is kind of like an insult to injury against the state that I'm in. And I had no idea until I started looking at this information. I mean, it's kind of funny. You start looking up information. You start assuming things. Like, for instance, you hear Ohio River, and you just automatically assume that, that it belongs to Ohio, so it's Ohio's problem. No. That incident that took place is now part of West Virginia's problem. So, moment of silence there. Like, what? Yeah. I bet there's people in West Virginia that didn't know that either. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who did know that. Okay? So, coming from both sides here. But, um, one thing I can say about West Virginia is the good people here are really good. And the bad people here are really bad. (laughs) Two types of people, just like anywhere. Um, but the really good people, they kind of like know the other good people. So, you know, that's it's kind of who knows who, basically. So the really bad people, they stick together, too. It's kind of weird like that, but, you know, that happens. Okay, so, um, and I'm not trying to promote any products or anything, but um, considering the deadly contaminants that could possibly be in your water, I would take every safety precaution to the the tenth the, the ninth degree level like if you have to run your your water triple purified i would say do it but what i'm concerned about were all of the toxins that actually spilt into the ohio river now you know ohio has done their part they have actually taken out contaminated earth and contaminated water and who knows where they took it probably somewhere in ohio hopefully not anywhere else but um, it certainly can't replace a lot of the, the, um, the wildlife that was actually destroyed. So, for instance, or the, um, the fish, it can't replace that. And uh, that's just sad when you think about it. So, um, obviously, we have... A lot of stuff to worry about. And there have been disasters in the past, too, around in this area. Chemicals spilled, etc. West Virginia, from what I've read, used to be a big chemical processing type area already, anyways. Um, I'm having one of those pause moments where I have too much packed in my brain and it's trying to actually resolve it in a quite a, a simple manner on how I get all this stuff out. Okay, so um, I also looked up, for instance, uh, disasters. This is something that's on the fence, too. I, I was kind of wondering because, of course, if West Virginia owns the Ohio River, have they declared it a state of emergency? I did not see anything that stated that West Virginia was considered a state of an emergency. And I think that, like, Governor Justice should actually nip this in the bud. Like, if if that's what happened, just to go ahead and declare it, because um, we certainly don't need it to be an emergency later on down the road, but we've kind of, you know, poo-pooed it away in the closet and forgot about it, and, you know, life goes on and new disasters happen, etc., 
because one of the reasons being is because you know things that are forgotten are just forgotten if if the governor like the governor remembers right now but what if he dies and nobody else remembers like it could have been a natural disaster um also could have been a natural disaster in ohio but they decided not to declare it a natural disaster this is just weird to me because um now, they're, they're trying to settle out of court. Uh, I think uh, they were offering residents up to like $5 million, anybody who lived in um, East Palestine, $5 million, to go ahead and settle that. But, um, of course, that doesn't extend out to anybody who may have breathed in the toxins from when they were actually trying to burn off the chemicals or from the chemicals actually leaching into the soil and eventually uh, contaminating the groundwater that you might be drinking. So, or what about the crops? You can't grow there any longer. So that's taking care of the median area. And of course they need to be taken care of. You know, they can't have, um, like these dangerous chemicals. Like some of them were actually used in world war one, I guess. And as kind of like a neurotoxin of some sort. And, um, this is just scary stuff. And then you hear about, you know, China laughing about the whole incident. Like, ha, 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 you guys are nuking each other. You know, you're nuking yourselves. We don't have to do anything. They're right. We got to do better, people. We got to do better. We got to protect our citizens. Um, and even if, even if, for instance, nothing happens to you in this generation, what's going to happen to your children or your children's children? And what kind of effects are they going to have to suffer from this? And how can we do better? Is there a better way of doing things? Like, um, can those EPA protections be put back in place that were actually taken off? And if so, why have they allowed it to be taken off and actually allowed it to uh, harm the public? I guess you could say. So... I just went into 18 minutes talking about this stuff. So, so yeah, it's been weighing heavily on my mind about um, what we can do in the future to solve it. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like just gonna put a bandaid on it. Like I can't even touch, you know, the bulk of it and the, the serious impact of it. But. I started thinking about this. I'm like, you know, I, I filter my water anyways. I filter my coffee water. And yeah, I, I use tap water, but I also filter it through my coffee. Fil- I actually use my Brita p- pitcher first and filter it through that filter. Then I actually have um, my coffee filter that I actually put in. And that's the main bulk of my water besides actually taking a shower. Another thing you have to be aware of is with your shower, your skin is like your largest organ on your body. And your 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 skin absorbs water too. So whatever's in your water, your body's going to absorb. So even if you think, okay, well, I don't drink water at all. I just drink beer and soda or whatever you drink. You're still getting that contamination through your skin if you take a shower every day or once a week. Hopefully you take one every day. So um, it's, it's a lot to think of. Now they have the zero pitcher out there and they claim to take out all kinds of stuff and I, I love that filter because I don't have one yet okay so if anybody wants to buy me the zero water pitcher hey I'm like gonna give you the go ahead just do it I would love to have one of those pitchers I almost bought one last week and I realized I didn't have enough money for it so I didn't buy it but um 
they're like 20 bucks too i mean yeah i know it was i'll, I'll get one eventually but um the zero water pitcher i love the demonstrations you can actually look at youtube and look at the zero water um demonstrations that they have i mean they're putting this nasty mud type right from the stream water into this filter and it's coming out crystal clear and actually tastes pretty good. Like, what? How? What? I don't know how long that filter lasts doing that. I, I mean, it can't be too long. Maybe a week or two. But but they still showed where they could actually clean the water out. So, um, definitely think about your water sources and where you're getting your water. And um, hopefully you'll be fine. Okay, a little bit of a short episode today, but I just wanted to share that um, just because it was a concern on my mind. And there are a lot of people in the area where I live that um, I know this is very concerning to them. So we'll see what happens here in the future. And I want to thank you very much for listening. This has been Margaret Copeman Franklin. Remember to be nice to each other. Do something kind to somebody. And don't be mean, people. Don't be serving the wrong drinks. If you're working fast food, don't be serving them the wrong drinks. Okay? That does happen, too. Just thought I'd throw that out there. And um, if you're planning on starting a podcast, hey, go for it. You don't know until you try, right? If it doesn't work, try it for a couple weeks. If it doesn't work, take it back down. Um, But try something new. Do something different. Make yourself happy. Make sure to have joy in your life. All right. Mark Copeland Fragments again. I'm going to go ahead and sign out. I hope that you have a great day.